Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today we begin the second half of the Gospel of Matthew. We're in Matthew chapter 15 and we'll listen to all 39 verses of Matthew chapter 15 from Faith Comes by Hearing. Matthew 15 Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. He answered them, And why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, If anyone tells his father or his mother, What you would have gained from me is given to God, he need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the people to him and said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a person. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides. And if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain the parable to us. And he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is expelled? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. And Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me! And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Jesus went on from there and walked beside the Sea of Galilee. And he went up on the mountain and sat down there. And great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. 
and they put them at his feet, and he healed them, so that the crowd wondered. When they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to him, Where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven, and a few small fish. And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves of the fish, and having given thanks, he broke them, and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied, and they took up seven baskets full of the broken pieces left over. Those who ate were four thousand men, besides women and children. And after sending away the crowds, he got into the boat and went to the region of Magadan. In 2016, on Matthew 15, I wrote, Religious tradition or commandment. We are to follow God's word, not religious tradition. In the illustration of this chapter, Jesus ties the tradition of washing of hands to the commandment of honoring your father and your mother. Why he connects those two together may not make very much sense to us today in our culture. But it does just make me think that for all of us who think when we get to heaven we're going to have a few questions for God, well, look at what happens when people question Jesus. He never quite directly answers them, but he always gives a very spiritual and godly answer. So, I'm not sure we're going to have very much success questioning God when we get to heaven. Maybe an illustration of this principle would be when Terry and I visited Israel, we got to go to the birthplace of Jesus in Bethlehem, and over that place was a church or a cathedral. And we were walking through a very, very crowded area to get ourselves up to the very spot where Jesus supposedly was born, and I had my hand around Terry to usher her through the crowd. And one of the attending priests slapped my hand away as if I was giving her a public display of affection. And Jesus gets pretty rough on the Pharisees here in this chapter, doesn't he? In verse 6 he says, For the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. What an indictment. In verse 7, he calls them hypocrites. And he quotes Isaiah when he says, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain they do worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. In verse 12, it says, Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? And Jesus answers them, Let them alone. They are blind guides. And then with his disciples, he clarifies the issue. In verse 18, he says, For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. I find the next portion of this chapter fairly interesting. When Jesus said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Where is he saying that? He's saying that in the district of Tyre and Sidon, which is a Gentile area. 
So if he was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel, why did he spend time in a Gentile region? And naturally, in this Gentile region, he runs into a Canaanite woman, a non-Jew. And she asks him to heal her daughter. And look at the, I think, pretty harsh answer he gives her in verse 26. And he answers, it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. The children's bread would be to the Jews, and the dogs would be referring to the Gentiles. So he just called the Jews hypocrites and blind guides, and now he's referring to the Gentiles as dogs. But the woman doesn't give up. She pleads her case to Jesus, and he responds, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed immediately. Praise the Lord. The good news of Jesus is not only restricted to the Jews, but is open to the entire, quote, Gentile or the entire world today. Thank you, Jesus. And as for the last section of this chapter, when Jesus feeds the 4,000, I refer to my journal in 2007 when I wrote, What do you have? That's what Jesus wants to know, not what I don't have. He can use what I have. Quote, how many loaves do you have? The same with feeding 5,000 in Matthew 14. We have, and they offered what they have. So often we pray about what we don't have instead of offering what we do have. It may seem too small or inadequate to meet the overwhelming need, like seven loaves for 4,000 people. But Jesus can use, multiply what we have into what we need. You have done that for the Ezra Project, taking small offerings and meeting our needs. Praise God. So my takeaways from Matthew 15 are these. First of all, don't get in an argument with Jesus. You're going to lose. Be careful about observing the traditions of men versus the commandments of God. And how do we know the difference? By spending more time in His Word. Next, be careful about what comes out of our mouth, which proceeds from our heart. That's what defiles us. And lastly, let's be thankful for what we have and not worry about what we don't have. What we have is what we can offer Jesus. He can use it. He can multiply it exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can think or imagine. Jesus, in your eyes, I hope you never see me as hypocrite, though it's hard for me to live the life you want me to live as a mere sinner saved by grace. But in this passage, too, you remind me that you know what's in my heart. And when those times come, when things come out of my mouth that defile me, forgive me. I'm so sorry. And when those times occur, I'm probably not a very good representative of you. But please don't label me a blind guide leading others astray because of my own inconsistency in this walk for you. Holy Spirit, live in my heart. Cleanse my heart. So what comes out of my mouth is pleasing in your sight. I submit myself to you. I ask you to clean me from the inside out. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.